Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're back in the book of John, chapter 2, starting at verse 12. Um, And after he went down to Capernaum Capernaum, with his mother and his brother and his disciples, they stayed there for a few days. So they had just finished uh, this wedding ceremony, and Jesus had turned uh, a bunch of water into wine, and we saw that God uses us in the same way as he did these old potted jars um, he takes us and he takes us and he, he we, we're filled with water, but it's his Holy Spirit that turns us to produce wine just like he produces wine um, in these um, in these old potted vessels. He uses us for his purposes. Or he takes the uh, ordinary and he turns it into the unordinary or the extraordinary. So we come to verse 13. The Passover of Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem in the temple. He found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and money changers all sitting there. Kind of looks like, uh, you know, when you go from one country to another, there's money changers there, and they say, what's the going rate between the dollar and, say, uh, the rand or the dollar or something else, some other currency. And they always make a little profit when they exchange the money. So these money changers were there because, as my uh, study Bible says, uh, and McGee was saying that, you know, uh, they had to have uh, the Jewish money system. You know, so people coming in, they had to have the holy money. And so people would have to come in and they would have to change their regular money into this other money uh, you know, because uh, they it was just their rules, just man-made rules of worship. And, of course, they were able to make profit uh, on the money changers. So to worship, you had to, you, had to, you know, exchange your money into something that uh, the temple would uh, accept. So he saw all this stuff, and they're selling these animals, and they're having to change money to get them, and it's a racket going on. So it's really interfering with the worship. And so, and making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. This was a major deal. This was a lot of activity, kind of violent stuff in the, um, in the temple. And of course, Jesus had a zeal for the temple. 
And this is a fulfilling prophecy that he would have zeal for the, for the temple. So um, he told those who sold the pigeons, take these things away and do not make my father's house a house of trade. Okay, so his disciples remember what was written, zeal for your house will consume me. So again, uh, fulfilling uh, prophecy. So uh, the Jews said to him, verses 18, what sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Okay, so what signs? And of course, these Jews were looking at the temple in terms of the physical temple. And of course, Jesus was looking at the temple as his body. And he said, destroy this temple. And he was referring to his body. And in three days, I will raise it up. So the Jews said, it's taken 46 years to build this temple. And will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Verse 22, therefore... Uh, when he, therefore, was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Jesus was saying these things so that they would understand that he knew what was going on at every point. You know, going to the cross was not <clears throat> an accident. It was planned. And he was in control, and he was sovereign even over his time on the cross. Verse 23, Now when he was in Jerusalem, the Passover feast, at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Jesus knows how bad we are inside. He knows that none of us are any good and uh, <clears throat> so when people believed when they, 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 were, they were going on feelings rather than faith, and when they saw a miracle, oh, it's so easy to believe somebody when they see a miracle, you know. But Jesus knows their hearts, and nothing special there, nothing but sin. People worthy to die. Chapter 3, now, verse 1, now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi. Now, he's calling him Rabbi. Of course, Jesus hadn't had any formal training, and everybody knows that. So he's addressing him with honor. We know that you're a teacher come from God, and no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? So Nicodemus was almost being a little bit facetious here, as McGee was pointing out. Like he's sort of saying, you know, are you, are you kidding me? You know, am I going to crawl up in my mother's womb and all this other stuff? So Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So uh, we're going to, you know, stop here. McGee says we're going to stop here and we're going to get into this being born of water and the spirit when we get back together next time. So we're going to stop here. Um, <clears throat> I'm really, really enjoying studying the book of John and I hope you are too. And now we'll turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Look forward to hearing your take on this study today. And as always, from me to all of you, keep your hearts centered on Christ <clears throat> on this great spiritual battlefield. 
God bless you, and we'll see you here next time.